Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, mate. Doing, doing pretty, pretty well. Pretty well. Okay, I guess that's pretty, pretty good. Whatever, fine. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry, because we're also joined by right, the fun. one and only Jesse Monroe. How are you doing? I wouldn't say that I'm the one and only, because I'm a very... Um, start of the character creating um, see, uh, screen kind of character big dude beard glasses I, fringe, fringe from the two, fringe from like mid 2000s I'm, I'm a very basic model of person I've legit, legitimately looked booted up character creators before and like the default one was just like maybe like one tweak and I'm like yeah alright that's me like if I'm trying to make myself I'm like yeah that's it alright cool <laughs> generic white dude here we go when you guys create a character, do you try to make yourself? I try to create a version of myself that I would like to be, which usually involves having some sort of mohawk and like pink or and or green hair. So, yeah, it's a combination. See, I try. I would like to create the, like the ideal version of myself, but the only game with a penis slider was Saints Row, and it was a very good game. Hey, I, Conan does, right? Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll stop Cyberpunk. Conan then. Cyberpunk does. All right. Oh, yeah, Cyberpunk, but also not a very good game at launch. I was going to say, usually for me, what decide, what quenches it is uh, who has the coolest hair. And usually it's it's the female characters. Someone like, usually true. plays girls because they've got cool, true. cool hair. That's just me. I'm a simple man. That's fair. Mm. Uh, but that's not what we're here to discuss, of course. Um, but I guess before we get into the episode, how, like, I know I. I started a show by asking how we've been doing, but what have you guys been up to? I know we're all we've all dipped our toes into Destiny Two Lightfall. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, welcoming himself back to the to the series, but uh, I don't think we're going to talk about it this week. But we're all very early, and um, you know, maybe next week might work better. I'll try to finish it over the weekend, and maybe jump in with you guys at some point before the show next week. But I can say that I'm enjoying it. How we very briefly, how are you guys finding it? It's fucking great. Like, I mean, it's more Destiny, yes, but it it's great. Like, the little tease, like, the little taste of, like, the Strand um, subclass that I've had, which you sort of get fairly early on. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> like, I just can't wait to just be absolutely garbage with it, but also, God, it's so much fun. <laughs> Swinging around my chains. And just, like, obliterating everything within, like, a fucking 25-foot radius of me is great. Yes, please. Yeah, how, how, about, you, how about you, Jesse? How are you finding it? I'm confused. I'm a little bit scared. But I'm having a good time. If, like, when the game starts, I've got no idea who's who and what's happening. Who's this fellow with, like, a smoke sack for a head? Like... <laughs> He's intimidating, but he's goofy as fuck. Like, what's happening? Then I also didn't realize that you have, like, a heavy weapon. So when I got to, I'm going to say, like, the first boss, I guess. Yeah. And I wasn't using that. Uh, it was definitely, I trained myself. I honed my skills there. Yep. But hey, I, I beat him without it. Yeah, as I say, fuck, all right. you made your own legendary difficulty. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a thing in games where I just don't use the full, like, <laughs> bevy of weapons they give you. Like, Monster Hunter World, I use the Insect Glaive, and Simon will never stop giving me shit for this. 
I put about <laughs> 80 hours in before I realized that like firing those bugs out of it in certain ways would give you buffs. I wasn't even firing them out. I thought they were just, it was like a gun and you, like, you shoot these bugs out as like for damage, but it's like, oh, that's not really doing too much. I'll just keep doing these flips and, and tricks. It's and I got really good at it. And then, So then when I started using the bugs, I'm like, oh, I'm very good at this game. Because <laughs> when you start using the bugs, you can flip even more. Yeah. I will say about Destiny, though, I, I do think for someone who's played a little bit more recently, just like, and very casually, but like, um, like a little bit more, the sort of like intro recap video was very good. I think it was like, oh, okay. And I did, I, I did have the, the additional help of watching a video that you sent me, Kyron, from uh, My Name is Bife. Shout out to Bife. Um, yeah, who's like the, uh, the keeper of the law when it comes to Destiny. Um, and yeah, he was like playing Destiny 2 with a, uh, like a, one of his like friends on Twitch. And yeah, they were just asking him questions about like the lore and like what you need to know before like, going to Lightfall. It's a really good video to sort of give you. And I think the best line that he has about it is like describing Lightfall as like the infinity war of this saga of destiny. And then the final shape essentially being end game. And it, it does feel like when you hear that, you go, Oh, okay. Yeah, this makes sense. Like that that makes a lot of sense, even with my only like very cursory knowledge of what's going on and things like that. So that does make sense because I feel like somebody who hasn't watched a Marvel film since Iron Man One trying to watch yeah, Infinity no. War and be like, Who's who's this who's this exactly. terrible fella? Like yeah. the yeah. thing is, like, I'm seeing on social media a few people are having gripes with the story. But we I I read that and it's like, wait, I'm sorry. This first-person shooter is... The storyline has been that good that it can have bad stories? I can't think of a good first-person shooter story since Titanfall 2? Yep. I guess? Yeah. And that's great because it, 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 it knows it's like a like an 80s action movie and it does it so fucking well. Like, but, yeah. I'm still very. I'm blowing my mind so far. Like the tonal shift since when I used to play is dramatic, and like they've really leaned into the fun of it, and it's mm-hmm. it, it is it has hooked me, and I'm I'm really excited to play it a bit more later on tonight. I um I openly with, with, since it's in the first mission, I feel like we can talk about it. I openly laughed in the first mission when you are heading to the escape pods, and Osiris is in his. And he's just like, it can't be that dangerous, right? Ah! Just the, the, the trailing <laughs> scream as he flies, flies down the Neptune. I'm like, <laughs> mine glitched out at that point. Oh, no. So actually oh. Has, I, yeah, so kind of it, that happened. And then suddenly I was crashed at a place. I won't say where. Oh, no. Um, but I also had an issue where I may have downloaded this game and played it during work hours. And they got a, an important email that they attend to. So I, I paused it in just like a safe spot. I know it's already a game you can you can pause per se. So when I came back and it sent me back into orbit. Yeah. Trying to find how to get back <laughs> has been the hardest part of life also. <laughs> oh yeah. It took me ages. I'm clicking around, I go to the tower, I'm talking to people, I can't do anything there. Like none of my money's good here. <laughs> I love to imagine your garden just like jumping around all these locations, being like, um, does anyone know where I'm meant to be? I was somewhere, and then I I stepped away, and I went back to my ship, and now I'm just really confused. 
It seemed important, please. <laughs> it's someone. It's that. It's, it's that gif of um, fucking John Travolta, Vic Vega from yeah. um, Pulp Fiction, has been like <laughs> shrugging and like looking around. Absolutely, like, but it's your guardian's head. Yeah, but like last night when I beat that first boss, it was the same rush I got from like building like an like an Elden Ring boss. Like mm. it felt earned, which is good. So, it's I think I'll be in for at least three weeks, three and a half weeks until uh, Resident Evil 4 comes out, then, then the world is dead to me. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick around because I've got the season pass, so I'm going to I'm gonna uh, for sure do this season and obviously the campaign, and I'm just, oh, man, it, it is just so nice. And it's, for me personally as well, it's nice to be, I haven't been like day one for like Destiny content since Destiny 2. Like, really? So it's nice to be there, like, day one for, like, a brand new... And, see, like, be a part of the zeitgeist. It's nice. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say, I haven't played enough to really um, have a critique on the story. But I think some people need to also remember that... I mean, Witch Queen... The problem is Witch Queen's, Witch Queen's really good. It, it tells a really good story. Um, mm-hmm. But this has a lot leaning on it. But we also have to remember there is a raid next week that will have a bit more story attached to it. And usually when the raid gets completed, a part of the world changes. You know, I, the example I can think of is on Europa. When the first raid teams, like, cleared it, um, basically what they do is they blow up a space station in orbit above Europa. And then after, as soon as that happened, like, there was a rotate every week, a sector of Europa would have, like, debris crashing down on it. And it was just a, so yeah, something might change on the, on, on the new location after the raid. We'll see. Um, and then, yeah, of course there's this, we're only in season one of this year. So there's three more seasons to go and who knows what'll happen between now and the final shape, which is pretty crazy to think we're seeing the final shape this year since it's the last, um, part of this story of De- for destiny two. But yeah, and it's, it's already like, it, it's already been mentioned in what I've been played so oh, yeah, far. Yeah. Like that. They're throwing it's been... it around. <laughs> throwing it around it's like ooh, and yeah again from watching that buy video like what the, the idea like the context of the final shape i had no idea and when he said that i was like oh fuck <laughs> like yeah that's it'll be that's gnarly shit i'm looking yeah. forward to having a big proper talk about it when we finish it up because yes i am curious yeah. i, I want to see because i have seen those people talking about the story i'm curious to see how i'll find it myself when i finish it but I do know that like it is going to be hard to bat- follow up a Witch Queen, which is just a really satisfying story with a lot of intrigue and twists and turns and all that. Uh, if you're curious, mm-hmm. the, all the expansions are currently on sale, I think, for the weekend. So yeah, maybe let me have a look at that. Um, but that's enough for, I guess, how bumperless impromptu quest log that wasn't going to be in the show. Here we are anyway having it because we can't, we can't help ourselves. I think we weren't going to talk about that. We weren't. Yeah, exactly. And instead we had like a five-minute discussion. That's fine. It was meant to be brief, but... We're loving it. Uh, so I was going to try to throw in extra pre-show stuff, but that's going to fill that slot. And now we're going into a friendly game of Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So Dope or Nope is, of course, our news game where we just bring topics and uh, dope them and talk about them or nope them and shoot them into the sun. Uh pretty simple this week we've got a pokemon presents we're going to just go run down the headlines and dope what we want to talk about and nope what we think is dumb 
which you might you might notice a trend with, with this Pokemon Presents, but um, <laughs> it's tough. It is obviously, I think like, there's a lot of expectations around this Pokemon Presents, and I don't know that everyone was entirely happy with it. It's uh, funny because like my expectations for this were, I didn't even watch this. I still haven't watched it. I've read the cliff notes and I feel like I've missed nothing. And that was kind of what I was expecting. Honestly, I was not expecting anything. I mean, and, and if I, if there was something extra, I'd be like, Oh, okay. That's a n- nice surprise or whatever. Like, but yeah, this is pretty, pretty par for the course for what I was the, expecting. The main thing that happened was in some of the teaser videos, there was like hints at the Game Boy originals. And considering that, NSO, Nintendo Switch Online just got the Game Boy app. People were mm-hmm. like, oh, they're going to they put out red and blue. Having forgotten, though, that it probably won't happen yet because you can technically still buy them on the 3DS. So Nintendo wants to make mm-hmm. sure they get as much money out of those people. And then when that's, because that shuts down, I think, this month, later this month, the yep. Wii U and 3DS eShops will be gone. Maybe then they'll know exactly, you can to have a discussion. Yeah, Vooks has a, a it, countdown. It, check Vooks Vooks on their website. They have a countdown to the, the death of the, the virtual console store, which is very funny and also sad. <laughs> Got a question for you guys before we, 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 we nope the shit out of this. Um, <laughs> the amount of like Pokemon Presents we get and the, in the recent state of play that was a bit lackluster, do you like the you know, quarterly, like every kind of bi-monthly presentation that we get from Sony and Nintendo with these things? Or would you rather just E3? That's why I kind of you know, miss the E3. big show, because <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I like I, I like both for different reasons. I think it's, it's nice just to sort of check in every now and then, especially with something like Pokemon. I think it's cool just to be like, all right, cool. I know what I'm getting for this sort of thing. You know, reading the hype around it, it's like, which there well, wasn't really much for this one. I don't know, but they, they have yeah. so much going on, right? Pokemon almost needs to do these things because, like, they've got trading card games, movies, TV shows, video games, exactly. all this other stuff. But like, yeah. just, just do like what they did with Mortal Kombat and announce all of this in like a oh, uh, financial in a financial review. Wow, God, like, that's so funny. This be a presentation because if anything, it, it draws heat towards these things because it's presented to everyone not just presented to the people who want to see it i don't know i i'm just getting a little bit see so many so many people do it now like when it was just nintendo doing directs every like quarter or like so it was like okay but now since covid this digital presentation has become very popular it's also much cheaper than putting on a massive stage Mm -hmm. show uh it has got it's like more and more people are doing it But um, I do miss, like, E3 being like, okay, this is the week of video games. It all happens this week, and then we'll see you next year. Peace. Because, <laughs> like, from an Australian's point of view, E3 is a little bit different for us. So, yeah. you know, those in the States, you can watch it during the day at reasonable hours. But in Australia, we watch these things at 3 a.m. And it's a tradition amongst some of us to maybe watch it with some friends and get inebriated while watching them it's a bit of a drink up but now that it's broken up over multiple days and now you know most of the first parties aren't going to be there nintendo just pulled out well, well the nintendo is like pulled out completely like they're not even doing something around that time now yeah well i i'm not sh- they stopped short of saying i think they're not doing a presentation but they definitely won't be attending e3 was the the main headline 
Yeah, I think we get a, a presentation, but they won't call I it like an E3 think that. presentation. That, that, that's a whole at the thing. moment, <laughs> E3 is looks looks like it's going to be like one trailer and it's going to be another delay for Skull and Bones. Like, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> didn't, it's, did it's, that get delayed again? I can't remember. I think, I think, it, it, I think, it, I think it may have. I, I think, think I saw did. something recently, um, like the other day. It's E3 at this stage is going gonna, is gonna to be like fucking... Um, what was it? The fucking... Um, TumblrCon or whatever with the, the fucking the, the, the ball pit, the, yeah. the ball pit. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the con that it was, but like that they tried to get off the ground and it was like we have a ball pit, and it's literally like a kid's inflatable pool. So with funny. Like one of the one of the funniest it. memes. I'm just yeah. saying, I've got a bad feeling we may have another uh, entry into that certain pool next week because I've heard nothing about Game Expo. Oh my god, yeah, that's I don't very know true. Anything. I mean, they're, they're talking true. it up. They do have a big, a big venue in MSEC, so hopefully they can they can pull it together. The yeah. big ball pit. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, it doesn't even have to be a big ball pit. It can just be a big room with a small ball pit in the middle of it, like said meme. So, yeah. Yeah. Good, good luck, Game Expo. We love you, baby. Yeah. It's fighting enough about it. Like, I know they put out their um their schedules for all the fighting game stuff, which I. I knew it was going to be there, but I'm like, what if you're not going to see that? I'm not sure what it'll be like, but I'm curious. I'm definitely curious. Yeah, it's like they've, they've really pushed like the whole tawny sections, but if I was going, I wouldn't. I'm, I don't really get into that that much. Well, that's because of who it's ran by, right? Like that. Yeah, I think they have some roots in um in like organizing BAM and all that. BAM is now happening mm. in June because usually this is around the time of year I think BAM happens, but now it's happening in June because it's happening in March. Um. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm curious. I'm gonna try and make it along to the Sunday. And you know what? Worst case scenario, Bodies is right there. So it'll be just like Pax again. <laughs> be like we never left. I'll, I'll <laughs> see you at Bodies. See you at Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've gotten pretty sidetracked. Don't worry, Pokemon presents. You haven't escaped us. We're we're still gonna go through you. So I've got a list of some mm. of the headlines here in an article from Nintendo Life. I'm gonna trust them because, frankly. It, Joel, you said you haven't watched it. I did watch it. I some of these, I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> so this should be interesting. Not necessarily in order. Mm. Uh, so topping at the top of the list, you know what? I'm not even going to bring up the Pokemon World Championships because we're going to nope it. Even even if we doped it, I wouldn't know what to say about it. Really, it's cool. It's in Japan, but yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like that's pretty neat. Um, in Yokohama, but yeah, and the the. Like Banner Four is pretty dope, but like no, this as as a whole, nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean the cards look nice. As I say, well, that's I have that, a friend who who up next. <laughs> like she she probably saw the pictures like the new cards and stuff like that. Um, and they they they're getting prettier. I guess <laughs> I'm trying Pokemon. I'm helping you out yeah. here. So I nope. The second thing I've got here is the Pokemon trading card game classic, which I can see this being very dangerous for people who like Pokemon trading cards. Uh, it's a uh-huh. note for me, but I kind of I kind of dig what they're going for, even though it's not for me. It's pretty neat that like this seems like it could be like a standalone like game that you could buy, I guess. But again, I got no touchstone to <laughs> It's a Pokemon card, so it's a note for me. Nintendo relaunching an old product at exorbitant price? Now yeah. in physical media? Hang on a second. Wow. Let's not... Yes, 
Nintendo's guilty of it, but you have to remember this is Pokemon Company and they love doing yeah, this I, shit. I, I'd put them all in the same it's fair. basket of taking my money. I think Nintendo likes Pokemon because when it happens, it's because it's a Pokemon Company and Nintendo just gets to benefit from a lot of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, fucking we'll yeah, sell 20 million copies of Scarlet and Violet. Fucking who cares? <laughs> we'll take that. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, next up, we've got probably the, the only dope thing initially, potentially in the showcase, and that is Pokemon Concierge. Yeah, dope. it's pretty dope. 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 Pretty dope. So Dumb. We, Dumb and dope. <laughs> we saw a very short teaser of this. This is essentially a new stop-motion animated series from the Pokemon Company airing on Netflix. Um, again, don't know much about it, but we did see a very short glimpse of a clay Psyduck with a trainer, and it it sounds like it could be very charming. And yeah, like sitting in a hotel, like yeah, like that's fucking awesome. Like it sounds really cool. I have a massive hope for this. I want it to be mockumentary style. Oh, that'd be great. So oh. there's a camera crew who's gone to this Pokemon hotel and is just interviewing the crew who works there as they deal with. It, it would basically be like the um, the the sauna, the spa from Spirited Away. You just have these like crazy oh, creatures coming in and yes. having to deal with them. Like, how do we do this? Like, there's a Gyarados here and he wants a bed. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> Nail a bunch of the beds together, I guess. I don't know. I, this could be so fun. Oh, yeah. I think this is going to be really, really fun to watch at least. Um, And I, I think that the choice to go like not anime and make it like a stop motion claymation style i think is also something really cool to set it apart from everything else because i tell you what though the most recent series of uh, pokemon journeys is very good we started watching that with griffin and it is very good like it has no right being as good as it is they decided that Pokemon was a comedy at one point, and they went into it. Have you seen the Magikarp episode? Yep. That is yep. one of the funniest things I've ever watched. I, like, I was laughing out loud at that. It has a reference to that fucking mobile game, basically, that they released, like the Magikarp Splash game. Oh my god, I forgot about that great. game. <laughs> it's so good. And then there's also an episode that will just make you cry about fucking uh, Haunter. Like, yeah. It's... I. So sad, but yeah, I haven't watched Journeys yet, but I have seen good things about it, and I do wonder if part of that, if that's like contributed to to their decision to be like, let's, you know what, let's send Ash off. We can we can build on this with new characters because I yep. think they I think they announced some ca- like some cast stuff for the new one, and there will still be a Pikachu because it's like it's like yep. Captain, Captain Pikachu, Pikachu or baby. something, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it looks so good. That. Oh my god, it looks he's so good. little it's Pikachu. It, and I think he's got a, like a flat bomber jacket as well. Yeah. It's fucking rad. Right. It's so and, he, good. and his trainer is like the captain of the ship I think they'll be traveling on. But I was just like, well, Captain Pikachu, don't worry. We're, we're keeping this Pikachu trainer going. Fucking A, Captain Pikachu rules. <laughs> I am so here for that. I saw that pop up when I was like scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, yes. All right. Yes, please. I'm into this shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. <laughs> Captain Pikachu. I've got nothing to say. Fucking <laughs> angry with me. So no notes. good. Angry naval dad Pikachu. Now get Danny DeVito. <laughs> that would work. Just before we move on to the next thing, we're just talking about like the Pokemon series. Yeah. 
Have you guys been watching the Pokemon shorts on YouTube? No. No. Okay, they've released a few different series of them, and top of my head, I can't remember what they're called. But there's a few different ones, and they've all got slightly different art styles. They're just little anthologies. They are brilliant. They are some of the best Pokemon content I've ever watched. Especially, the one launched a few years ago, and it was a bit more... I want to say adult. Because mm. it was a little bit more, like... A little bit darker, there was a bit, bit more of a mystery to it. And it was basically this guy... And look, when I say this guy, there's going to be somebody out there who's watched it, and he know, they know who this person is from the games and the show, and they're just like, it's this person, I don't care. Um... It's him and his Dragonite, and they're... It's within the bounds of um, Red and Blue, I think it is. Like, they get the games, oh, and they're, like, yeah. solving a mystery and stuff like that. It, it is... It, it's insanely good. And mm. then the new one, it just is, like, cute little shorts. There's one where, like, a little girl turns into a... Uh, turns into a uh, into a Gengar. Sick. And she's hanging around with all the other, like, spirit Pokemon. It's adorable. Amazing. So that meant she died. <laughs> she comes back. Okay. Okay, right. I guess. <laughs> Good? Yeah, sure. Yeah. She's had a day. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next up, we've got an update on Pokemon Unite. And I guess, I can guess this is a nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I, I liked Pokemon Unite for a, a solid, like, six weeks. Where I was like, yeah, I'm getting it. And then I wasn't getting it. And then it it was, yeah, I, I just lost track of it. And that was it. So, yeah, it's a note for me. My knowledge of Pokemon Unite is the screenshot I'm looking at right now. It says, <laughs> Adventure in Zacian's Wield. There's a little icon with a small girl and some blocks. There's a dog with a sword in its mouth and a dice. I don't know what's happening here. I'm worried I'm noping. If it helps, Jesse, it's a MOBA. Can I? What's a very, nope? A very accessible nope, MOBA, but a MOBA nonetheless. Yes. yes. Uh, next up, we had an update on Pokemon Cafe Remix. That's nope from me. I, I, still I don't want, get what it is. I've downloaded this game three times and still haven't played it. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. I just haven't because I kind of like these stupid fucking. It's like match three. Yes, it's like a match three game sort of thing, isn't it? I just is they're dumb, but I love them. I've I've played far too much Devolver Tumble Time that I would really like to admit, but yeah, it's a note for me. Oh, sorry, Pokemon Cafe. Maybe next time. Why do so many Pokemon names sound like street names for drugs? Greninja. <laughs> I'm just smoking some Greninja. Like in Pokemon, also in Pokemon Cafe, are you eating the Pokemon? Probably. I don't know. We're in a weird grey area with Pokemon. I feel like Scarlet and Violet yep. started to talk about eating Pokemon. Yeah. And I was like, I had I a moment weird. today when I was on my lunch break and I'm walking back to work and out of nowhere in my head, I think to myself, is there evolution in the Pokemon world with like humans? Do they evolve from monkeys? Oh my God. <laughs> you know, you need like, to how, ask. How, how does actual evolution work? Because they show in um in Scarlet and Violet that there is evolution with Pokemon. They do change their forms, and we'll get to that in a moment. Did people as well? Where did they come from? It's one of last great mysteries, or Jesse. <laughs> is like, I guess they've proven that their gods are real in that game. Yeah, it, it runs you can deep. Capture a god. There's, there's, yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So, so what did you do? Well, I called you. God. Where'd you put God? Ah, oh, my PC. So they're what? all creationist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no evolution. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. Burn it all down. Oh God. Next up, continuing the trend of uh, things that we probably don't care about, we've got an update on Pokemon Masters EX, which is a game I played for about a week before I got bored of it and bailed. It's a nope. Yeah. If it wasn't clear. Yeah. That's a nope for me. Like, yeah. I know. Not. When I was watching this, I did see some people getting excited when this was this part was playing because they they showed um, I think it's Cynthia. They showed some characters I think who were maybe black and white because people are pretty much anticipating that black and white's time for a remake is coming up, and then it turned into mm. this, and I was like, oh no, so disappointing. <laughs> but um, yeah. So look, it's, there's a promotion running in it with a bunch of like. Damn, I don't know. It's a gacha game, so make of that what you will. Maybe if you're yeah. vulnerable to Pokemon trainer nostalgia, steer clear. Could be costly, but uh, here's what it is. Uh, next up, we had a we've had a long-awaited update on Pokemon Sleep. I forgot what this was, and I've just read the brief in it. By placing your phone next to your pillow, you can have the app rate your sleep. Depending on what kind of sleeper you are, different Pokemon will gather around the Snorlax in the app. Sorry, why was this delayed? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? What is this? My watch what already they, tracks my sleep, so... What have they done to my boy? What have they done to my boy? Snorlax, I get it. Yeah, he likes to sleep. That's it does. His, that's, that's kind his of thing. his shit. But he deserves better than this. Does he? I don't know. I feel like this is perfect for Snorlax. <laughs> No. Snorlax is lovable. All right. He's great. But, like, what's the point of this? Are you meant to sleep to win? So I think at this point it sounds like we're talking about it. I mean, like, yeah, I think it's a dope in terms of, like... Of, like, what is this? It's too absurd not to talk about. Like, yeah, to, to move on from. So, sure, yes. I mean, I think it's meant to be... So there's that there's that Pokemon, like brush your teeth app for kids we can like which apparently is very cool yeah and i, I, I like that idea yeah 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 it's a really cool idea so it, it almost feels like an extension of that as well as just trying to get more people on board the pokemon train but yeah i don't i don't really know like i said my watch tracks my sleep for me i don't need to put my phone next to my in my pillow while i sleep for it to do it but um thank you for reminding me though of that um of that brushing your teeth app because i think i need to download that my son. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. If it that. works, it works, yeah, you know? That's good. I need to download that for myself. <laughs> also, true. Like, yeah. At one point, I was wondering maybe could this be the same sort of thing? But then I realized that would involve leaving your phone in with your child, which probably isn't a thing. Unless that's what the next thing I mean, can be used for, like the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, like, you could leave your phone in there as well. We'll have like could a you put your phone. Imagine. Phone. You do this every night, and then one day you look at your phone and missing those there. Oh, God. And you know you have some sort of, like, sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> that could be fun. But the, like, no. item in your eighth slot will be, like, times 99, so that's not bad. That's a yeah, bonus. That ain't bad. <laughs> um, but, no, if, if it's going to be a sleep paralysis demon, it's clearly it's Mr. Mime, right? Like, oh. just if you, at the end of your bed. If you roll over and check your Pokemon Sleep app and you see Mr. Mime there, you should delete the app. <laughs> If, yeah, and delete life. Just if your phone detects yourself. 
you and your partner having sex, Mr. Mo Bees in the Bushes. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're not wrong. Mr. Mime does have some pretty severe Mr. cuck Mime's energy, committing crimes. Yeah, he has some pretty severe, like, cuck pervert energy, doesn't he? Pokemon cuck. <laughs> Look, that one's a few years off still. <laughs> oh, oh, no. At least he's wearing gloves. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that, I don't know what to say. You're right, I guess. <laughs> he is wearing gloves. Oh, uh, God. We, we've we strayed too far from... That's God so white. We, we have. <laughs> There's no saving us now. Uh, Pokemon Sleep, and that was also accompanied by an announcement for a new device called the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. This is a note from me, but I do want to take a second to laugh at the name because that is a dumb mm. name. It's so stupid. <laughs> like, Pokemon no, no Go for me. plus written out and then the symbol of plus. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, I, had a, I had a Pokemon Go plus that I found at my old, one of my old jobs and no one came back for it for like a week. So I'm like, well, I'm having this. And it was pretty, fu- it was pretty cool. But like, I wouldn't fucking buy one. <laughs> There's no way to buy one. I'm looking at this thing for the first time and at least fidget spinners span. Like, <laughs> what is the purpose of this thing? It's just like, you can easily, you know, you spin Pokestops. That was never the hardest part of the game, to be fair. It's, that I was mean, one of the yeah, easy parts. It's... The, you, you do it without, like, opening your phone, essentially, or, like, pulling your phone out. It, it's so... Yeah, it's dumb. But, yeah. I mean, I think the main reason they're re-releasing this is for the, um, like, I feel like that'll be the one you leave with your, if you are using this to get your kids to go to sleep, you will leave the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. I assume it's going to have the same sort of sleep tracking functions by the sounds of it. So you use your phone to make sure that everyone's sleeping, but then you use this to make sure that they're going out and walking around and getting some, like, what do you want Pokemon? Do you want us to be sleeping or exercising? Pick one. Uh, It wants access to your life 24 hours a day is the answer. They just want us to be poor. They want all of our money. Yeah, absolutely they do. Of course they do. They're Uh, sitting back looking at like 20 million units or whatever of fucking Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They're just like, well, these suckers will buy anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They fucking will. With the issues, I was like, they sold that many copies. No problems. Again, to be even with the issues, it's better than Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield is what we've been punished for. Sword, oh, that's fair. Sword and Shield was just like, I don't know, man. A Thor trap of a game. <laughs> sword, yeah. bird, shield, wood, or whatever. Then it, oh, I hate, oh, so angry. Well, speaking of Scarlet and Violet, we've arrived at the Scarlet and Violet block. There's three quick ones really quickly we will blow through. Um, so they, there's a bunch of new terror raids, which have some new Pokemon. Um, I frankly don't care about them, but cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird they made Suicune into like a, di- a dinosaur of some sort. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Suicune's like a, a raptor. The uh, the scarlet version. The primal version of it. Yeah. The big T-Rex. And then there is the... Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Verizon. <laughs> wait, wait, that's a phone company. Verizon. <laughs> whatever. And it looks like one of those really cheap Zoids. 
that they try to release and it had like four parts to it. God, I um, hate, I hated, like I had Violet. So when I, all my Pokemon were like those weird robot Pokemon, I was so unhappy. Why? Okay. Why are they named what they're named? So we have, uh, Verizian is named Iron Leaves and Suicune is named Walking Wake. So it's because they're, because they're Paradox Pokemon, I guess is the, the reason. But like, so, who named them that? I don't know. We may never know. Like, imagine if a Brontosaurus was called, like, Leaf Chomper. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Give them... Anyway. My favourite thing to do is to question the, like, the logistics of the Pokemon universe beyond the so- games and whether they believe in in the Christian god in their world <laughs> and evolution or creationism and how their paleontologists name creatures that they find. I was going to say, you mentioned the naming convention, and I kind of understand it for, like, the the primitive ones, right? The scarlet ones. But the violet ones are literally just robot versions of Pokemon that exist. I'm like, that, yeah. you know what that is. Why are you calling it that? You know exactly what Pokemon that is. It's just a robot version. Although I do like the idea that that, that is a natural evolution, and one day a Don fan was born with its face in the wrong spot. <laughs> God. Mom, Dad, Donnie laid an egg. It's a big tire with a face on it. Oh no. Kill it. <laughs> no thank you. Uh, they also announced Pokemon Go integration for Scarlet and Violet, but that's a nope from me. Who cares? Yeah, nope. And I'd just like to say, gimme ghoul. Hey, <laughs> yo, gimme oh ghoul. Oh my god. Gimme ghoul. Hey. Yeah. Gimme oh, ghoul. Oh god. And they also announced Pokemon Home integration. Uh, again, cool for people who were invested in Pokemon Home. Yeah, I'm, my, my I was for a time, but I cut it off when I realized my Pokemon Home boxes were just empty because I never used it. I was like, I'm not, why am I paying for this? Uh, then we get to the beefy part, and it it is the announcement of DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which even if I'm not super excited for it and am tempted to nope it. It seems like it's one of the talking points of this entire showcase, so I guess it's a dope for me just by default. I have no strong opinions, so, yep, it's fine. I'm going to say dope so we can speak about it a bit more, so I can say fix the fucking game first. Yeah, I know. Holy shit. I mean, there is a a rumour, a rumour, which I don't know how much heat I would pay to it, from a, a person who posted on, like, you know, everyone's favorite place where they post rumors, uh, 4chan, I think it was. Mm. Was it? Yeah. I can't remember. Either way, it was like the night before the presentation, and they basically nailed a lot of the stuff. And specifically, they mentioned that they would announce Scarlet and Violet DLC called the Hidden Treasure of Area, Area Zero, which made everyone go, okay, well, if that part is true, is this next part true, or did you just chuck that on there to, to, to add some bullshit? And it mentions a performance patch coming later in the year alongside, I think, the second DLC with a alongside a new Switch model. Now, that's a rumor, <laughs> but they got the first part right, maybe they got the second part right. And of course, I'm, I'm hoping Jesse's thinking the same thing I am. The idea that they'd be like, yeah, you can get the new, um, the new patch. I hope you got a new Switch. <laughs> I was a hundred percent thinking the same thing. Like to launch it, it was like, oh, will they launch a new Switch with like Tears of the Kingdom? It's like, no, 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 we're keeping it for something special. <laughs> a patch oh, for what? a game that came out eighteen yeah. months ago <laughs> yeah. to fix it so it runs. 
And also, like... Oh, the second man. DLC will work, will work properly. The first one, mm, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's funny, because like any other company, I'd be like, no, there's no fucking way. But because it's Nintendo, I'm like, they could just be like, in two months' time, we could just be like, yeah, it's, th- there is a new Switch that's coming this year, and fucking Pokemon's going to be a like, showpiece on it. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? Metroid Prime, Prime 4 is right there. Like, no, no, but Pokemon will sell 20 million units, so who cares? It's like, well... yeah. Yeah, okay. Be the, the Pokemon Pokemon DLC will be their holiday game for this year. Like oh that, my that's God. that'll be like because they can repack it in yeah. like Game of the Year editions You're or like not Ultimate wrong. editions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be their holiday game, and Metro Prime Four will get its time in the sun, but it'll be next year. It'll I've always be like believed Metro Prime Four is not coming out on the Switch. Yeah, no, no. Well, no, no, not the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If this like. If this was to go the way that it, it, it is rumored to be of, of having a new Switch by the end of the year, which I'm still... I'm doubtful. I'm doubtful, but then I'm also like, it's fucking Nintendo. They March 12, 2024. Mark in your calendars. I'm, I'm right there with All you, right. Jesse. I'm not sure about the date, but I do yeah. think March next year. Four o'clock. Yeah. Four o'clock. March 12. Right. What, for the announcement or release? Uh, release, very specific. Yeah, like, the announcement's the week before. Alongside the next patch. <laughs> This God is the patch it. to make the second DLC work. Oh, um, so I guess I'll run, I'll run, I'll give a, I've got this quick two line summary. So in part one of the DLC, the Teal Mask, you will visit the land of Kitakami as part of a school trip outside the region of Paldea. And part two, the Indigo Disc, will take you to Blueberry Academy as an exchange student. Uh, these DLCs will also bring back another 230 Pokemon. Um, which I think you can still get with home, but this will bring them across like with deck entries and stuff like proper. I think, if I'm reading okay. it correctly, like Sword and Shield have a DLC that bought back all the cut Pokemon that everyone threw a hissy fit over, and then just I guess no, didn't make Blueberry it this time. <laughs> Blueberry Academy sounds delightful. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It reminds I- me of when Ralph Wiggins like I'm going to go to Bovine University. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> We're in 2023. We are not only getting the Indigo Disc as DLC for Pokemon Scarlet Light. We are also getting the Dial of Destiny. Oh my what god! What other round-based uh, sequels and properties are we going to get? Good lord! I didn't even consider that, Joel. Um, but yeah, Indigo that was Pokemon Disc presents. was my favorite pop band from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indigo Disc is a fucking great name for a band. Hello, everybody. We are Indigo Disc. Get ready to dance. Fuck. That, oh, God. That was the Pokemon Presents. I'm, I'm freeing us now. We, we no yep. longer have to talk about Pokemon. We're all good. I hope I get those oh, games right after Scratch because I do love Scarlet and Violet, but I would love them more if they ran better. Um, but yeah. I want to do that voice for the whole show now. Well, you've got a Please chance because we're not done Please. yet. Because you right now, I'm throwing us across to the bonus round. Bonus round. So the bonus round is our whatever the hell we want it to be segment. And for this particular one, we've got a couple of things to talk about that have been recently announced. Um, so first up, I'll, 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 I'll give dot points. We've got the Elden Ring DLC announcement, which is exciting, and previews mm-hmm. dropped recently for Final Fantasy 16, which has also been, you know, set the incentive on fire with hype. Um, so I think we might quickly start with the Elden Ring DLC, just purely because it isn't much, but 
yesterday, like just after the one year anniversary of the release of Elden Ring, uh, From Software announced that DLC is coming to the 2022 Story Mode Australia Game of the Year, Elden Ring, even with its snow levels, uh, called The Shadow of the Erd Tree. No date given, just it's entering development, it's coming at some point, and we've got a picture, which is, of course, people who are much more well-versed in the Elden Ring lore have been pouring over, like Varty Vidya, for example. Uh, but we don't know much about it. So again, not much to say, but uh, how do you guys feel it's... about Elden Ring DLC? Well, I, I don't think we've actually spoken about it on the show either since it happened, but like also Dice Game of the Year. Oh yeah, Dice Game of the Year. As well. yeah. Yeah. Game Awards so, Game of the Year. Yeah. Like, just Game of overall, Game of the year. Goody so winner, cool. Elden Ring. Yeah. Not in my heart. <laughs> A very close second. Very close Thank second. You. Hey, the, the numbers <laughs> um, spoke. Coliseum, do you, like before, like before we get into to the DLC, this isn't the first update. No, though the no. Coliseum thing, did you get into that at all? No, I'm not big on the PvP. Otherwise, yeah, I probably okay. would have. But um, again, I, I'm sure it works better than this. I just, I've all of my PvP memories from from software games are just poisoned by terrible netcode and just like being backstabbed by glitchy, like um lagging yeah. enemies who teleport around the map. I'm like, I can't hit you. Oh, you've hit me. Perfect. Well, I guess I'm dead and I've yeah, dropped no, all my souls. That's awesome. Well. Yeah, I use that excuse all the time as well. Yeah, okay, um, cool. See you in the snow. But as, God damn it. as for this, it is, if it is like the start of the game, and look, I've voiced my opinion on this game many, many times. If it's like the start of the game, I am so in. This may win our game of the year twice in a row. <laughs> I really hope it's like the end. Here's what I'll tell and just you. Too much. Just give me another. Um. Oh, what's that? What's that castle near the start? Storm. Stormfront. Stormhold. Something like that. Stormvale. Stormvale. Storm. Yeah. Stormvale. Yeah. Just give. One. Give me Stormvale Part Two. That's all I want. So, I mean, I mean that that's. It's Dark Souls, right? Yeah, but, but yeah, Dark Souls is so hard. It's Dark Souls, right? It's so hard. Neither of you guys have really played much of a From Software DLC, have you? Like the, like the closest Souls I got was I, I played the first maybe hour of the old hunters. <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, I'm excited for this because typically the From Software, like when they do DLC for their games, they fight fucking rocks. Like they're because essentially all they do is they make a more bite sized size of an, like an area or so from the main game and then ship that. So if, this will probably be, be smaller than obviously Elden Ring, but. Some of my favorite boss fights come from DLC. I'm looking at you, Lady Maria from Bloodborne, mm. and um, mm-hmm. God, Dark Souls Three's got some some good ones. Dark Souls Two's got yeah, even and Dark Souls One, um, Artorius of the Abyss. Artorius is a sweet ass fight. So that's where my hype comes from, just because I'm just from software do good DLC. Is Artorius yeah. in DLC? Yeah, he's, he's DLC. Oh wow, okay, that that should be that actually got me quite excited because I I don't know much about the games. But Artorius has always been like synonymous with it. Yeah, so I, he, I thought he was like from the main. Friend. Okay, cool. This is for some reason that got me more psyched for this because they do put a lot of effort into their DLCs. Like I don't like Dark Souls too much, but those three DLC packs they did were probably the best parts of that game, in my opinion. Well, what do I, you think we'll see in um in Shadow of the Earth Tree? Uh. No doubt an incredibly hard super boss at the end, because they love that shit. <laughs> but yep. 
Yeah. Again, it's we have a single picture to go off. Vati himself did like a nice fifteen minute video that sort of speculates a bit about what it could involve. Uh, things are being thrown around like you know Maquilla, who we haven't really dealt with fully, because you know it's a boy in the egg, just hang out an egg with Mog, can't do much with yep. him. Um, but you know who else has ties egg. to to Maquilla? If it's Maquilla, we've always got Melania there, the blade of Maquilla. She's never okay. known defeat until she met me after about two days of me fighting her, two hours each day. Um, but she I did in the end. My lady's legacy pure. She <laughs> you did. Have you... No defeat. She's never even met me. <laughs> I giggle anytime I I'm like watching something or like yeah, someone mentions the line like I've never known defeat or something like that. I always giggle now because it just reminds me of, of, of uh of millennia. But yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I mean shout out to shout out to Insert Coin just dropping their fucking Elden Ring collection that they've just Long put time. out and there's a fucking sick millennia hoodie and it's awesome it looks so good i'm too scared i'm not even gonna look at it because i'm too scared i can't afford that in my life it's really good there's some good shit but um i guess what my hopes are is just like honestly it sounds like so little but just more elden ring like i i absolutely trust from software they've shown time and time again but when they do dlc it's not like they just i i don't want to say that other developers do this but some some could be accused of it they're not just like cashing it in right from software this game's been out for a full year and they've been balancing and patching it this entire time, like tweaking weapons and stuff here and there. And now we're a year into release. They're like, oh, cool. Well, we are doing DLC for it, by the way. It's like, sweet. <laughs> like, Isn't it funny how they got like the base game running properly patched, a proper foundation to build DLC <laughs> on? It's weird that. It's, weird it's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why would, why would do that? The... The thing that's going to interest me the most is the um the level scaling in it because there are people who have put thousands of hours in this game. They know it back to front and they are they are absolutely capped. So I'm curious as well because I know that sometimes from software DLCs you have to go get an item to go to a new area. I very specifically because I anticipated DLC. I'm like, no, they're going to do DLC and I'm not getting screwed over. I'll have an example for Dark Souls Two when it comes to this. Um, where if you're a new game plus, the DLC can be harder because they generally the DLCs are trickier and harder than the base game because they're assuming that you know you're familiar with the game. You finished, yeah. But if you on new game plus, everything gets beefed up and is even stronger. So my story is when I first played Dark Souls two, I had done like two full runs through it because I was like I want that platinum, so we did it. You know, ran through to get an ending and a second ending. So when we finished, we were on New Game Plus Plus, and we're like, sweet, we're good. DLC drops. We get through the first one, no problem. I think the second one was where we had an issue. There was like a boss. It was optional, I'm pretty sure. It was like the Fume, the Fume Knight or Fume Knight Ultra or something like that. He was fucking hard. And how that game worked specifically was they got buffed from New Game Plus Plus, so they had more HP. And also because I was doing it co-op, they had more HP again. And we just... We could not damage him enough to kill him. I finally made it right when I made the PS4 version. I went in and beat him on the first vanilla run. I'm like, fuck you. That's payback for like two years ago <laughs> on the PS3, you bastard. But um, yeah, that's generally how it'll be It'll be hard. But if you're a new game plus or plus plus, whatever you're at, it definitely gets trickier because you level up a lot slower and the enemies have a lot more health. <laughs> you see, this is why I haven't finished the game. I've been playing the long con. I knew this was coming. And I thought, 
I really want to experience this DLC. Not at some crazy cap. I want to experience the story, the lore, the tale. The lore. Okay? I thought, I'll hang back. I will show mercy. Okay? Will you, are you going to no, show Melania defeat? Game's gonna... Look, hey, gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's fair, I guess. Oh, God. How, how gentlemanly of you. Hey... If I don't meet her, I will no I will not know defeat either. Okay? The Cold War. It's I, real fun though. It's real fun. <laughs> it's really fun and like agonizing. Like Oh yeah. My god. A from software okay, boss yeah. has not beat me that badly in a long time and she absolutely put me in my place. Okay. I was gonna ask a question, but what you just said, answer for me. I'll ask it regardless. So you know the part I'm stuck at in the goddamn sky, Pharaoh, Missoula, yes. whatever it is. <laughs> crumbling, crumbling you rooms. know the character, the dude I'm, I'm stuck at. The dude who moves way too fast, big Malachef. angry boy. Sure. The black yeah, boy sure. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he him, like the second phase, moves too fast. I'm I'm fully just a strength build, kicks my ass. I'm not built for him. <laughs> yep. Will a pu- basically purely strength build have Okay, I see the look in your eyes. How good are you at uh, dodging? Um, I've been dodging playing the game for a year. How, how much? How much? Um, <laughs> how much health does your character have? I'm only asking because Melania a basically lot. has a, a move. Okay, good. Melania has a move called the Waterfowl Dance that she can just decide mm-hmm. to stop you playing, and she just goes, "No, you lose." You're like, "Okay." Just that nah, game right. over. She basically she'll jump up in the air and she does like a bunch of like slashes in your direction. And she'll move forward, I think, two or three times. And because the AI is sort of random, it can do it at any point. So sometimes you'll just be like, this run's going really well. She hasn't done... Oh, no, there it is. Um, All right, I'm... Yep, I'm dead. Cool. And then I may as well say it. She does have a second phase as well. So if you survive the first health bar, she then goes, oh, by the way, I'm getting back up. And you're like, but I am... I'm empty. (laughs) I'm out of flasks. Yep, that's how I I'm work. tapped, but I'm um, yeah, I mean, very fun and awful. Get the get the the bleed damage. Get some bleed. Is it bleed damage? I mean, they have nerfed bleed damage a little bit, but it might still work. That's, that's how I did it. I got I got a real I missed my opportunity to I, use unbalanced weapons. I got I got a fucking yep. It's so funny. I, got I, a, I cool love and... the difficulty of From Software games, but because of how they make them, I also appreciate exploiting the cheese when it's still there. Oh, fuck yeah. So um, why not? Fucking uh, Abritus in Bloodborne. I managed to get underneath it and it couldn't attack me. And I just <laughs> fucking stabbed it underneath it going, fuck you. <laughs> and I beat it. I was like, yes, I did it. But a win is a win is a win. It. Don't care. Exactly. It counts. Fucking counts. Yeah, but yeah. So hopefully we'll see more of this DLC soon. I've got no idea when. The tweet was very vague and makes it sound like it's very early on. Uh, I'm sure Jeff Keighley was already making phone calls as soon as he saw it, oh, like yeah. trying to get that trailer locked down as soon as possible. No, he um, was like, um, "Games Awards was only a few months ago. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Come on, man! It was right there. There was no pomp or circumstance about it. I know. It was just, it was just like it's like fucking Elden Ring DLC. There you go." It's coming. It was like Again, 7 o'clock. You, you'll and, fucking and like, buy it. 
I opened up Twitter and I saw a tweet and I was like, I had to go to the account to make sure it was the official one. I'm like, it's got the square profile picture. It's got the yellow tick. That's that's them. That's how they're announcing it. Just like this. Well, yeah, like, like, I logged into Twitter and I saw that it was top trending. I'm like, I hope it's not dead. <laughs> it's a, like, dead Pokemon, go, Pokemon, Pokemon had 25 minutes of essentially fuck all and Elden Ring game of the year, game, like game of forever, essentially, which is like, uh, DLC, it's coming in a tweet. And then it's like, fucking broke everything. Did you I guys saw... hear about Elden Ring sleep? <laughs> no. It stops you from sleeping no, ever. No. <laughs> no, thank you. One of my favorite no. things I saw about the Elden Ring DLC was just like people talking about Sony and like Gorilla just like sweating. They're like, shh, oh, fuck. <laughs> when are we going to put out DLC? <laughs> We've now got Tears of the Kingdom and Elden Ring DLC in the future. What are we going to, where are we going to, what are we doing? <laughs> We need, like, we need to Gorilla's thread like, the needle here. Gorilla's like, oh, no, okay, don't worry. We'll launch something on VR because surely nothing else big will come out for it. Like, they won't, we won't do anything. And it's just like <laughs> a warning shot across the bow. Yeah. <laughs> just a heads up, guys. Oh, my God. My God. Um, yeah, so obviously we're all keen as hell for that. I'm just going to say Jesse is even if he, if he struggles. He'll play it. I'll make sure. It won a game of the year last year, so he has to. Uh, yes. <laughs> so then there was also the FF16, the Final Fantasy 16 previews. Went live oh. as a bunch of lucky folk played the game in New York and Japan and even got to interview some of the development staff behind it. As we are plebs, we have merely mm. consumed other people's impressions, but I think it's fair to say, I mean, I can only speak for myself, I'm fucking pumped for this game. Like, I... I, my god <laughs> i'm so fucking excited about this i don't think I've, i can't remember the last time i've been this excited like i don't think i've ever been this excited about a final fantasy game to be honest like i'm excited i'm always excited about a final fantasy game because of like people like you kyron and and, and a whole bunch of our other friends who are super like keen and in on final fantasy games and things like that and I'm always excited for you guys. So it's like, yeah, you get another massive like adventure to go on and things like that. But this time around, it was a line from Michael Hyam from the kind of funny impressions on their games cast this, uh, this week, where he mentioned like people like uh, he goes, are people suggesting maybe going to play Final Fantasy VII uh, remake to get pro- like prepared for Final Fantasy VI? He goes, I would almost he goes, I would say play DMC five. And I was like, oh. Bonkers. Oh. Hello. I mean, it is the, D- the, the combat is by the DMC guy. DMC, Dragon's Dogma, and, a lot of those other sort of action games. But it, it's just wild to think about like a Final Fantasy game. And like, yeah, okay. It was more action forward uh, in, in Remake. but And I loved that. But it still had that sort of, I don't know. It still had menus and things like that as well to go through, which was which is great. It has that feel to it. So this one, and from what I've seen, like from like the bits of video that that Square have put out, fucking my god, this looks good. It is. I cannot wait is, to play this game. It does bear mentioning, but even though DMC is the one they're comparing it to, like a lot of people are saying it, like the Easy Allies, um, Bradley Ellis played it, said the same thing. It isn't. It's not going to be as combo centric as that. So people like just to make sure it's out there. But if you are not into that, which some people aren't, you know, DMC is a tough game and um a lot of it comes down to like stringing combos together and doing inputs like square 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 
pull back on the thing you know all these sort of yeah. complicated inputs this is not that it is still very much like you can hit melee you can hit magic and then you've got like the the um icon abilities on your shoulder pads and stuff so it is it is sticking to very what, action rpg kingdom hearts sort of stuff i tell you what that speaks to me even more because i love those games with the combos and stuff like that but i'm fucking absolute dog shit at it <laughs> and like i fucking love bayonetta bayonetta is awesome I'm fucking garbage at doing combos. Even Hi-Fi Rush, my like at so far game of the year for me personally, like it, I'm garbage at doing combos. But I still love those games. The fact that they're just going, yeah, it's not that. It's just a bit more of a simplified version of that. I'm like, fucking yes, cool. I'm in. And then they go, also, you can be fucking summons as kaiju and fight each other. I'm like, fucking, let's go. This sounds amazing. I this I've could- gone from like cheekily mocking simon for since i've known him about final fantasy i mock my partner <laughs> the massive final fantasy nut um purely because they're just games i've i've never really gone into i've gone from mocking people not in a mean way sometimes to being curious about this to now being an absolute advocate i was telling people at work okay this is the game you need to look out for this year because i mean we've discussed this in the past you know you get more excited for like a new ip than a known quantity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a personal level, this is a new IP. I've never mm. really played a Final Fantasy game. I know I know a little bit from, you know, at the outside. I've always been on the outside looking at it. And it looks fun, but it was mainly the combat that the whole menu-based thing, it was a massive turnoff for me. But if they've simplified that, and with a simplified combat, I can now focus on what is sounding like a really good story. This is going to be a, truly epic game i'm pumped this this, yeah, ha- this, yes. this is gonna be a big game of the year contender yeah mm-hmm. there's sometimes sometimes you look at a game and like you just even from the outside even like just sitting at home like this like i am now like in front of my computer watching a trailer just being like fuck that that looks special and doesn't happen often you know it only happens occasionally but 16 definitely looks like one of those games that you look at and just go, oh, they are onto something here. And it's good and- because Final Fantasy's needed it. Um, I know, look, people who love 14 love 14. Happy for you. I don't have time for it. I'm st- I'm sticking strictly like offline Final Fantasies. It's been bumpy. 15 was rough. Didn't finish its DLC announcements in the end because it just wasn't worth it. 13 was a trilogy, kind of forgettable. I like 12, but 12 was divisive. 10 is probably the last one that was like solid, good. Most people love it, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. So, this 16 feels like a win again for, for Final Fantasy and for Square Enix. And they kind of, this IP sort of needed it. Again, no disrespect to 14. I know it's amazing. I do. But, but I'm talking strictly offline single player Final Fantasies. And also, too, this, like, even with being an online, like, MMO as well, but like, it, this seems way more accessible. To Joe Everyman that, like, goes, oh, this looks fucking cool, fans. They've just finished watching fucking, I don't know, House of the Dragon, wants some, like, fun, epic fantasy to play or, or, or some of that. Has no real touchstone to Final Fantasy apart from, you know, the bits and pieces that you sort of get bombarded with. This looks a lot more accessible. It's not like, like you said, Jesse, like, being bogged down in menus and and, and all that kind of stuff that, can be a turnoff to some people that that aren't used to that. So being a, a lot more action forward, I think, is is a fucking good move. So, yeah, 
it's also, I think, you know, to some people this will be overtly simplifying what this game is. But everyone knows Game of Thrones. Everyone likes political intrigue in a medieval setting. And that's almost like a gateway drug to this. Because yeah. I feel more comfortable with that sort of premise after watching Game of Thrones. And that's going to be the same with a lot of people. They'll see this and be like, oh, cool. Like, I can live out season eight and redo it in my, my own vision. It, and it seems like that that this is what it's going to be. It seems like there's like lots of different kingdoms or or like factions and things that are all sort of worshiping different the gods and deities. That I'm you can uh, sort of reading. Yeah. It's saying it's described as a Cold War narrative because of all these like warring factions with their icons. Um, and then the, the grave British and Irish Irish performances feel perfectly placed to tell this kind of tense high stakes story. Like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy meets Shin Godzilla in medieval England. Jesus Christ. Fucking, yeah, all right. All right. Whatever that Venn diagram is, I'm in. Yep. What yeah. a bizarre... That you is really are, Kyron. That, <laughs> that is you, smack bang. I, you and your housemate, Brendan, yeah. smack bang in the it middle of that. It is the year right of Chiron. I'm is. telling you, he's done it something. Really is. It is Chiron's world and we're all just living in it. you got Dead Space. You've got Metroid. Elden Ring DLC, Final Fantasy. What? What's happening? When's it going to be I'm our happy. turn, Joel? Feels good. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's some sort of like fucking picture of Dorian Gray shit. That's like, <laughs> he's got like <laughs> a copy of, like, I don't know what, in his drawer somewhere that he's just constantly like. There's a picture of him tell. looking at Metroid, like watching the Metroid 4, um, and like first announcement. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh god um jesus christ but yeah that's yeah 16's it's looking good and obviously the other reason to be excited is, is the pedigree behind it you know the 14 guys music by soken like all that good stuff is gonna pull in the Soken 14 season, crowd. baby yeah go on urban dictionary if you want to find out what soaking seasoning is soaking seasoning mm. uh, i'm trying to think like and even just Square Enix is, as much as I have problems with them as a company in a lot of the things I do, namely their fucking NFTs shit, but I can't help but be so happy with where their gaming side is at. Like, FF16 is going this new sort of more action-based direction, but they've got the classic methods in, like, you know... Octopath Traveler just came out, like a sequel to that. That's classic sort of turn-based RPG. That's all there. Um, and Triangle Strategy, same sort of deal, like classic strategy tactical game. Like, they're covering a lot of bases, and 16's looking really good. Yeah. I mean, it's not without its its controversies and things as well. Like, there's no. a whole about, like, you know, whether people of colour should yes. be, like, represented in it. And mm. there were some pretty, there were some things that were said that were not great. Yeah, a, jo- a journalist had a chance to ask him about that again. And I should I really did I retweet it? I hope I did. Um, about it at the preview, and the answer that oh, they right. got was not much better. <laughs> They're like, okay, oh god, I really, I guess we're just this is what it is. Oh, they see oh, that's what Parasoli was tweeting about. I was wondering. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, that's also um. I mean, there's the, the conversation about whether or not that JRPG is a dirty word, and I know it's not really a word; it's a it's an acronym for things. But like, 
yeah, that's come out around this as well, whether or not they, they're, they're saying it's not really a JRPG, but it is, but it isn't. It seems like there was a bunch of announcements about this game and all of them were like, okay, it looks really good, but all these like weird controversies, like people getting mad about the combat being compared to God of War. Like, what do you mean? It just came out like, of course it is. What? I tell you what, I tell you what, some of the some of the stuff that I've seen, uh, like video wise, like the the icon battles and stuff when you sort of like transform and like face off against another one. There's these like cinematic, like like cutscenes that are interactive in some in some way, shape, or form in terms of like quick time events and stuff like that. All I think of when I see that, and I mean this in a, as as a compliment in some ways, is um Azura's Wrath. <laughs> which was just a game of quick time events, but it was fucking rad. Like it was so ridiculous and bombastic. And I feel like that's what they're going for. With that was this. a solid video. Easy hire that one. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, Hell absolutely. Yeah. And you can't even get the proper ending unless you buy the DLC for it. Apparently it's, I still yeah. just see it as like British Naruto. Ever since I saw that one tweet about it being British Naruto, I'm like, fuck, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. I, I, but but even, um, even like, if they're comparing kaijus with like nations, like there's a bit of an attack on Titan in there. Oh, I've been reading a uh, preview on the game at um, Games Hub by uh, Edmund Tran. I think he actually summed up his last lines. I think sum up the game. What got me excited about the game really, really well. He said, "By completely rethinking the Final Fantasy XIV MMO, Yoshida and his team have already proven that they have the collective skill to perform some incredible feats of rejuvenation." With Final Fantasy XVI, it appears they're doing it again, only now it's with the entire identity of the series. Perhaps it's apt that Clive's icon, the Phoenix, appears to feature so heavily. That's oh, a really good chills. point. Well written, Edmund. Good stuff. Yeah, that is um, very good. That's got me pumped up for it. like Because I've heard about the reinvention of fourteen and how that was just like a complete like paradigm shift. Salvaged. <laughs> if they're doing that with yeah. this, fuck. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm a Final Fantasy fan. Hell yeah! Probably. I'll see you no. day and date for FF7 Rebirth, baby. No, I don't want. I mean, to. I'm gonna be there now. I, I'm, Hell I, yeah, I, I you was, are. I want to be I'm cool. Fucking there. Jesse, it's really good. Like, it is really good. It's really good. Remake is really good. Like, I it's. Know. It has you are, no you right are not being ready for the for the goatee discussion when Rebirth comes out. You just aren't. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, my plan is to wrap up, wrap up, up throw my game by then. <laughs> so we're done. I was like, I that's think, that's no. a good idea because then that gets you away from the the third and probably final part of the FF Seven remake series. <laughs> yes, God. Twenty years from now. That's when the, we see that Square's gone if we're still now. doing story mode gaming and, and you know, all the different podcasts under that umbrella by then we all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah so look I, fe- I think it's fair to say we're all keen as fuck for Final Fantasy 16 um, yeah what's that date again it's like June 20 something because it's near oh, my no. birthday and I thank you Square Enix for that that's a cheers <laughs> June 22nd, so like the week of my birthday pretty much, and um, yeah, that's the best birthday present anyone could get me. I'm sick of the year of Chiron. (laughs) Hey, in this, the year of Chiron. (laughs) The year of Chiron, yeah. How dare you? It really fucking is, isn't it? 
It's okay. I'm sure it'll come crashing down. It'll come crashing down. I don't know how or when, but something bad is coming. If that helps. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, I, I, I think you, you know, you get a year, but I'm just saying. I think Joel and I deserve a year. I want, like next year, Jack four. I, I Jesse, I wish Sony would go back to those games. I really do. You, okay, if Jack Four ever got announced, you guys would see the scariest side of me. Okay? <laughs> a being of pure light. I'd be like, it's, light Jack. It's funny because I always just think back to, like, because when we watch, like, these presentations and stuff like that, like, previously, like, we usually have a few of us that are in, like, a group chat or something, just, like, messaging each other what happens. Um, and I remember the Metro Prime 4 one. And me and, and a friend of the show, Broad Gordes, was like, oh my God, Kyron, Kyron, Kyron. And all Kyron wrote was, not even in caps or anything, it was just, yes. That was all he, that was the message that he wrote. And I'm like, yep. I just it. like, it was just, Kyron's yes. message in like a story mode Discord was, fuck, all caps. And he kept the caps lock for that chat. And I just happened to screenshot it at the exact moment. It was the first frame <laughs> of the trailer. Oh, it, 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 it was the, the Metro Prime 4 one was even better when, when that, that logo got revealed. It was a it music cue. Yeah, it's a yes. <laughs> What's the game yeah. reveal that got you feeling that way? Like the one that just had you up and about you wanted to fight God. Because I remember God of War being announced at E3 with the orchestra and everything like that. And when that first that reveal good. of old Kratos so, happened, I'm surprised my neighbors didn't complain. My my answer is not surprising. Uh, if we're if obviously taking Metroid out of the equation, it is very clearly Final Fantasy VII Remake because that first trailer yeah. is fucking insane. And r- when you play the remake and then revisit that trailer, a lot of stuff starts making a lot of sense. But that trailer, I remember just being like messaging my friends and just being like, they're actually doing it. Like, it's happening. And we were just beside ourselves. Because like, ever since like that tech demo came out, like FF7 Remake was like the thing everyone was like, you've got to fucking do this. And Square's like, nah, I don't think so. So when it finally happened, like, my God, my fucking, my, my brain melted. It doesn't hurt that it was also in a presentation with like, you know, The Last Guardian and Shenmue 3. So boy <laughs> i can't i can't think of one like one off the top of my head i know that there have been a couple that i've just been like lost my mind over but it's i mean the one the one that the, it was not like a game reveal but like joker and smash brothers oh I, man i will never forget that like that was insane. It, bananas like and i'm i the, the best part about it was i went to a music festival all day that day i had time to come home get dinner and then start watching the game was and still had it did not have it ruined for me and it was so good that's the most important part because there's so many things that get ruined uh, you know ahead of everything you get little teasers yeah. you know it's coming so when it gets announced like but, leaks and stuff leaks yeah. are everywhere but mm. it, i mean not even leaks just even hearing a studio come out and saying you know oh we're hiring for this game or you know this character's not dead we're bringing them back or whatever i that bums me out a little bit I love yeah. like again going back to God of War. Dude, I I hadn't heard a thing that came out of nowhere, and the fact that that didn't like properly leak and like baffled the me. orchestra, the fucking orchestra the, before that so wasn't that reveal. I I and, had like I was tearing up. 
It's insane. Watching it's the magical. F- watching the flip side of that too in that Raising Kratos documentary as well <laughs> is so fascinating. Like it is so cool to see. Like like Corey was like in hiding, like and like basically in like disguise, and he had to disguise himself so much so people didn't know he was there, and it was bananas. Like. So cool to see. And, like, um, stuff like that is why I miss the big E3 showcases, right? Because you don't that, get yeah. incredibly super cool reveal. Even when Metroid Prime 4 was announced, like, because it was in a direct, like, they had the, they had the, the, the shot in the in the headline. I'm like, oh, cool, it's Prime. So I didn't get to have, like, the, yeah. even the Prime 4 thing was just, like, I was able to exploit a little bit because I was, like, pointing at the screen. But um, we just don't get those as much anymore. E3 has its issues. Obviously. Yes, absolutely. Does. But I think when people discuss it, they are blinded by cynicism because some of the most like truly magical moments as a gamer happen because of E3. And I, yeah. it sucks that like people won't get that anymore. And sure, we'll get the Game Awards, but that's a different beast unless they do change it dramatically and make it not go for 12 hours and have, you know, a hundred billion ads and slightly disrespectful, uh, regard for some of the uh, winners and contestants. Yeah. That's a different I piece. Mean, it, we need something. Big showcase, I thought guys. Of, I thought of one that, like, from a showcase that got me really excited, and it sucks to think about now because I've still not really played that game because it wasn't great when it came out, but the Xbox um, Cyberpunk, like, re-reveal trailer where oh, the yeah. stage got hacked and all the lights went out. Yeah, and that then, was like, good. That the was boot, good. Like the bootlog screen that had all the codes for The Witcher 3 that you could, like... You're breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, having Keanu Reeves... Wait, they were and, Witcher like, 3 codes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's they were so all Witcher cool. 3 codes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you paused it and were quick enough, you could get a, a code for Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition for Xbox. And it was fucking cool. Um yeah, like all that stuff. I'd like. I'm a sucker for like that kind of shit. I, again, I mean, that, that's the Joker in Smash Brothers did the same thing, and it's. I love that where it's like it's so corny and it's so cheesy, but I cannot help but buy into it. And then like that trailer starting with that, um, uh, that song. It's called Hyper by. I can't remember the, the producer. Something. Ah, uh, spoiler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this is called Spoiler by um Hyper or something. Yeah. It, Man, that track is so good. It goes so hard. Um, and it's just such a great trailer and having all that that around it and then having Keanu Reeves at the end of the trailer and then having Keanu Reeves come out, it was just like, wow. And then we got Cyberpunk and, yeah, well. Wow. Another story. <laughs> yeah, wow, indeed. Yeah, but, yeah, that's probably, that's, that's, that's the one I, I think from recent memory. You know, like hopefully, me. against all odds, E3 will do it again for us this year, but it doesn't seem likely. Unfortunately, sadly. I don't think so. I don't think so. But as for us, I think that's an episode. Perfect. So Joel, well, Destiny. take us out of here so we can all jump back in our ships. <laughs> Get my strand, it. baby. Um, uh, second ever strand game. Thanks very much second. for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. We really appreciate you being here. Um, yeah. Uh, if you like what you've heard this week, please tell some people. Send uh, some love um, our way via stars, reviews, all those kinds of things. Um, yeah, we love it. For for story mode, 
and for dialogue options and all all the various different projects we have. You going almost on forgot the name of your own podcast, the then. Board. I saw that look in your eyes. I did. I'm getting sidetracked because I got my window open and there's like cats fighting outside. So oh, like, I, it really fucking threw me. So just to pull back the curtain a little bit, quite literally, fucking <laughs> weird me out. Um, <laughs> they're either fighting or fucking, and I don't know. You anyway, don't want to know. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, we are. Uh, you can find us predominantly at Story Mode Gaming, which is Story Mode AUS on Twitter, which is where we all sort of congregate, I guess. And uh, yeah, and, and that's where we, we you'll find any updates and news and things from from us and from Story Mode and from love letters and things like that across the board. Do you if put you want pressure to on me us, to start doing love letters again? God damn it. <laughs> I'm Fine, trying, I'll just, do it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just oh, dropping. I'm, just dropping <laughs> I'm like sprinkling the little fish flakes into the tank. Just been num, 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 num. sprinkling me under time. a buff full of fish. <laughs> if you want to find us at our own personal accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Where um, I, 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 there was a really good moment yesterday when Lightfall launched. There were a whole bunch of like game studios that were just tweeting at Bungie going, congratulations for launching. Um, my favorite one that I saw though, which I retweeted is from Insomniac and they did like a mock-up of Destiny 2 Lightfall Sorry. with uh, Ratchet and Clank and uh, Rivet. And it's, it's very cool and so well done. And it's legitimately a, a fucking cool poster that I would like have a small version of on display somewhere. Cause I think it's very cool. Um, also, there was a tweet going around that was like, what's your most unpopular food opinions that a lot of people were sort of oh, throwing Jesus in their Christ. hot takes? Chucked mine out there and I will die on this hill. I think Nutella sucks and is overrated. So that's it. Jesse, where can they find you? First up, you actually are correct. There is a, a version of Nutella that doesn't have palm oil in it that's a lot better. I'll put it out there. Well, that's just yeah, see, I got you. As a you, concept. You, yeah, see, I swear there, a didn't I? Uh, mine was chicken salt garbage. Nah, yes. see, I'm okay with chicken salt. If you want to see more of those hot takes, though, I'm at Jesse Spanner. Um, what do I been tweeting? Oh, I'm I'm still making that um Jack Blaster. I'll have it done by next yeah. by Game Expo, basically. Uh, mm. so if you see my friend Cass walking around the Game Expo dressed up as a uh, Jack from Jack Three on on Saturday, or as Kira on uh, day two on the Sunday, walking around with a blaster, be like, hey, cool cosplay, even better guns. That's me. Wow. I'll say it. I'll put it out there. This gun is bitching. Right. I'm, I'm annoyed I'm right. giving it away. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, Karen, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where my tweet frenzy continues to be Destiny related. Uh, mostly posting a couple of screenshots. I got an amazing one of just a bit of sweet payback on the Cabal just by dropping... It's a very specific moment where you like use Cabal drop pods, and it's just nice to get payback and land on them. So I I used my selfie oh my emote God. and got my fire team in behind me, sort of doing our own version of that, like the meme of the guy posing in front of a grave. It's like oh my God, very very good. <laughs> so and now that you've told me like the context of like the, the meme of the grave, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, fucking so good, so satisfying. That- but um, that's really all for me. Also, that video you retweeted about, like, I think you retweeted it or you put it in one of the chats I did. about getting them being cabaled. Yeah. yeah. I, I had my first TikTok. moment of that last night. I don't go to TikTok often, but that video came up on my TikTok for you. And I was like, share. Share to all the people I know who play Destiny. You can find I, I did retweet it. 
it's very important knowledge if you're new to Destiny, but you've gonna you're gonna get cabaled, and you you may not Absolutely. know what that means, but you will soon, and it's gonna happen. Oh, you will. It, you'll, you will. You'll know soon, Jesse. You'll Don't know. I'm worried. No, you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. Um, well, with that, thanks once again for listening, and uh, until next time, have a good one. Bye. 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 options podcast